0: Welcome to Talking with the Animals, an exploration of animal communication. Join animal communicator, craniosacral therapist, and NES practitioner, Caroline Pope, as she discusses how to understand other species as they truly are, not just from the human perspective. That's right, Mecco. Discover how communicating with our four-legged friends can open up a whole new world for both of you. And now, your host, and Australia's most recognised and well-known animal communicator, Caroline Pope.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking With The Animals. I'm your host, Caroline Pope. Thank you very much for joining me. Now, today, thanks to Anna, I'm going to be covering the topic of how to choose an animal communicator. Because it can be a little tricky. It's not like, um, say, being a plumber or an electrician where you've got to finish a course and prove that you're able to do what you can do. Communication doesn't work that way. There are no certifications. And look, from my own personal experience, that's not a bad thing in some ways. But in others, it really can trip people up. The best way to start is, as with most things, word of mouth. Someone that you know has had an animal communicator that they are very, very happy with. Um, if your vet or your Bowen animals Bowen practitioner or massage therapist, myofascial, whichever, homeopath, any of those knows or works with an animal communicator, that they're happy to refer you. That's always the best way to go, as it is with most things. However, even now, um, a lot of practitioners, I work with multiple, multiple vets, but and they're always happy to call me, but not all of them, and don't get me wrong, I understand it, are happy to refer me or any animal communicator. They prefer not to be seen to be using the services of a communicator, and that's fine. But it does make finding one a little tricky. So what do you do if you can't find a word of mouth? Well, we have Google, we have Facebook ads, we have websites, we have all sorts of things. Start to do your research. Google or Firefox or Chrome or whichever browser you're choosing to use is as good a place as any to start typing in animal communicator, animal communication, whichever keyword you want to use. Now, don't think you need to use one in your area. Communication is around the globe. Makes no time difference at all, um, whether I'm talking with an animal in the same room or an animal in Russia. I'm an Aussie, by the way, for those international listeners. The only difference is time zones. um, And once you key those up, that's nice and easy. With technology these days, with Messenger and Zoom and everything, makes it very, very simple. So... Don't think you need to do face-to-face. You don't. Don't think you need to be within your same state or same village or whatever. And don't get me wrong. It's nice to know, in inverted commas, your communicator, but that's not always practicable. So just keep that one in mind. Now, once you've started doing your research, ask and look. I mean, their website, if they have one, should tell you how long they've been doing this for. Unfortunately, I noticed after our bushfires on Black Saturday—not which was what about ten years ago—not the um, recent horrendous ones of 2019—that there was a lot of people that made very pretty websites and put themselves out as an animal communicator. Not necessarily a bad thing, but not all of them had the experience, and also ask. What is the experience they have in the animal field? There's a lot of animal communicators that really don't have animal experience and they're not what you need. You need someone that has good experience in the animal field. To give you an example, I had a, um, some clients that had an animal and they'd had, they got it From the RSPCA during COVID, and this animal had had a lot of behavioral issues, and they'd been speaking with an animal communicator. Now, this woman was not, in my book, an animal communicator. She may well have been able to communicate with animals. Big difference. But she was giving all this information to them as you would treat a human. This is a dog. It's not a human. So everything she was telling them was to do as you know, a communicator, you need to know the basics of species communication and behaviour, was actually making this dog a lot, lot worse. So by the time they called me, they were pretty sceptical. And I was basically telling them to do completely the opposite of what this other woman had done. And the dog was getting better. So they need to be able to communicate. Tick, that's what you're going for, is an animal communicator but they also need to have worked in the animal field for years to really be any good. One particular dog trainer, I won't mention their name, wrote in their book that they didn't believe in animal communication because a woman called this particular person after speaking to an animal communicator um, who informed this lady she had two dogs that were continuously fighting. Now, that's sadly not uncommon, and it is a lot of work to sort that. It can be done, but it's a lot of work, and people need to know this and that there is no magic bullet because communication is not a magic bullet. However, this so-called communicator informed the woman that in a previous life, mind you, these two dogs had been gladiators on the um, battlefield opposing and trying to kill each other and that they were doing it again in this life and that nothing was really going to change. I was horrified when I read that. That is not communication in my book. That's someone wanting to make themselves feel good and say they're new age. You need, as an animal communicator, to be able to give practical advice. And you need to understand the animal's behaviour enough to be able to help. Another thing a good animal communicator needs to do is work with a bunch of other people that they will refer to. I will refer to vets. I will refer to homeopaths, body workers, naturopaths, you name it. I'm always referring Because a communicator will simply make people aware of what the animal's issues are. It doesn't necessarily solve them. In a lot of cases, the animal needs help and you, a good animal communicator will have a bunch of people that she refer, he or she refers to and that will communicate back because no one person can fix everything. But you need to have practitioners that will talk with each other and have a two-way conversation. And if you're looking for an animal communicator, you need to have someone that has these sorts of things. So have a look on the website. Have a look on the Facebook. Um, you'll often find them at New Age fairs. And look, great place to start. Take their card because you can't start drilling them. You've only, they've only got five minutes with you at a New Age fair. So take the card and if they don't have a website and they've only got a facebook page i'd be going mm, what for if you're doing this professionally you should have a website as well but call them and chat with them and ask them questions because you need to know what you you know what you're looking for you need to know what the person's experience is. It's no different to getting a plumber or an electrician. You look for their license. So you, you know, essentially you need to know these people know what they're doing. So never be afraid to ask questions and also ask how they work. A lot of communicators, people simply mail in a bunch of questions on a piece of paper and the communicator will email the answers back. Many people choose to work that way, and that's great if that's what they do. Personally, I always pick up the phone. I'm basically, I'm too lazy to type that much, but also because communication for me is interactive. You'll answer the questions that the human one wants answered, but the cat, the dog, or the horse will often go on a completely different tangent, and both parties, to me, get a lot more out of it. And... You get a lot of information in half an hour. Think how much you get in a one-minute news clip or there's a reason people pay so much for a Super Bowl out in the States for 30 seconds. You can get a lot of information in that time. So always ask, how do you work? Is it a phone consult? Is it, you know, do you need pictures? Some communicators require photos of the animal. I'm one of them. Others don't need it, each to their own. Everybody works differently. But never be afraid to ask questions. And once you've done so and you've picked your communicator or two, see which one energetically you resonate with because that's the most important thing of all. And once you've done so, pick up the phone, book and happy communicating. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talking With The Animals. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks to everybody that's PM me with comments and topics. It's fantastic. Please keep them coming. I always love to hear from you and your feedback. And if you have any suggestions of a topic you'd like covered yourself, please, I'd love to hear from you. Take care, stay safe, and until next time, remember to talk with the
0: animals. Thank you for listening to Talking with the Animals. To learn more about Caroline and the services she provides, visit caroline-pope.com. You can also find her on Facebook at Caroline Pope Animal Communicator, CST and NES Therapy. Are you ready to change the way you see your world and the animals in it? Well, we know his answer. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time.